hello 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 and welcome to coffee with mrs crawford this is going to be one interesting episode because this has been an episode that has been reoccurring or the topic has been reoccurring on and on through the people who's asking me questions and the people that's coaching i'm very excited because i am also live on facebook this evening with this topic on my podcast you know usually i do my stuff in the morning but this evening, I would like my Facebook friends and family to join in with me as I record this podcast and talk about parenting. And this is the thing in a conversation um, that I am going to start actually a series of these conversations starting January 15th. I will be hosting um, a series called The Soup. It's time to stir the pot. And in this series, I'm inviting 10 people at a time to come so we can have these discussions about parenting, growth, mental health, sexuality, issues in the black community, whatever the case may be, because we need to have a safe place for us to express the topics that be at hand. And I do know when I say parenting, people think about, oh, okay, these are tips on becoming a better parent and this, 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 no. This is not the type of conversation. These are these raw, pure, pure conversations about parenting, about being a parent, about living the day-to-day life with the responsibilities of children, breaking traditional curses and planes with your children, and also building better boundaries for self and for children. So when I go to talk about these things, it's because, because everybody couldn't even see me. (laughs) Hello. So nevertheless, however, the comma, I wanted to talk about these things because we, especially as as parents, me and y'all can have y'all place, but this is, this is for mothers and strictly for mothers because it's a lot more single mothers and mothers in households than there are single fathers, even though there are some, but we already know what that is. So let's start with the things that we don't get to say out loud. And that is, yes, we love our children. But most of us in this community never planned on having kids. It's not something that we sat down with a partner that we love and we trusted. And then we said, okay, we're going to have, we're trying to have kids trying to have kids most of us that's not how we became parents some of us just fucked around and found out pretty much that's how i'm gonna sum that up we fucked around and we found out okay now when it comes to parenting most of us just take what our parents had gave us wrong is wrong right is right foundations of respect and so on and so forth but even to that has deterred and we have talked about that, but I want to tap into something deeper than that. I want to have the conversation for the women and open up the book for people that can honestly say that it is days that you are absolutely tired of being a parent. You love your children. Absolutely do. Apple of your motherfucking eye. But it is days that you are so mentally tired of being a parent. And let me go one onion peel different. This deeper. When it comes to being tired of being a parent, this is not when they get on your motherfucking nerve, when they acting a motherfucking school up in school, 
not when if you got multiple children when they bickering back and forth no what people don't understand when you have children you have to wake up making decisions all day long and for some of us that have black children black male children that are getting older that have to go out into this world it is a sense of ptsd hence what bring this conversation on my son just turned 18 okay and I am the type to let my kids have such freedoms. I don't try to, you know, be the party pooper, as you want to say. But my son wanted to go get a little hotel room with his three little friends. And anybody that know my son know that he ain't about to do too much of anything, right? He ain't no troublemaker. He's doing good at school, on his way to college, so on and so forth. But my anxiety about my son going out and being out somewhere with him and two other black because to the public they're black men anything can happen to him and we're living in we are living in a day and age when it comes to our young black men that they are a different type of target not only do i have to worry about trafficking somebody taking him snatching him because let's not have act like that's not, not happening to Young black men that they're not trafficking their organs and bodies and all that. Believe what you want to, but it is happening. On top of that, being targeted by the police because my son is big and he is black. And his mannerism might not be for anyone. Well, it don't matter what his mannerism is. Racist is racist and they ain't going to think what they're going to think. To even him going off to college and not because I'm thinking he going to do something crazy. Because I know my son It's the simple fact that every day I have to go to sleep. And hope the universe has protected him enough that ain't nobody did nothing stupid to him just because he's a black man. That's the reality that we live in as parents. We make choices every day. And then for those of us that didn't have the audacity to go get some therapy and to, to get some healing. We are in the conscious decision every day of. Are we doing what's right for our children or are we doing what's right for us? Are we giving our children freedom to grow into themselves or are we still trying to condition them into little micro mini-me's? We are in an age of learning our children where respect look different. Our parents raised us to fear them. Do what we say or some type of consequence. So now that we're in a day and age with our children... That we have to let the we have to allow them space to express themselves and what they're going through and dealing with things. We are having choices to make day by day, in and out, and it is tiring. It is absolutely fucking exhausting. And sometimes when you, when we talk about mental health, a bulk of our mental health come from holding so much inside that we feel like we don't have the room to say or the freedoms to say because the first time you say it to the wrong group of people they hit you with well you chose to have them you chose to be a parent you're absolutely right i love them but even though in that choice that does not erase or negate the fact that i am exhausted and as a woman, especially a married woman or a partner woman or whatever the case may be. Oh, and don't let it be a single parent as well. Because every decision that I make not only can affect me, but it can reflect the child that I have. Am I raising my children out of my stress? Have I gave them enough of this? And, and then 
even to before you have to make the decision, think about your day. I got to wake up. I got to get them up. Got to make sure they're getting dressed. Do I have to argue with them? Because depending on what stage you are with your children, this is a routine that you have to go through every day. The responsibility of your children gets exhausting. Every day. You, you put your kids on the bus or you take your kids to school and you got to hope that you can pick them this up the same way and do these things the same way. Even in the school, you got to hope and pray that ain't nobody touching your kids or doing this to your kids. And are they doing right? Am I making the best decision for their education? Am I teaching them what's right? Am I having the right conversations? Am I allowing my kids to do too much? If my kid is different and it's like it's an ongoing cycle and then we get trapped in the mind that you can't say, you know what, today... Fuck this shit. I want to check out. I want to check completely out. I don't want to be a mom. I don't want to be mommy. I don't want to be ma. I don't want to be ma to my other kids that I didn't picked up along the way. You don't want to do that. Just for a few minutes. It gets and I'm here to tell you that it's absolutely okay and it's absolutely normal. You do this every single day. And then for those of our those of us who became parents by fucking around and finding out because we didn't plan having children and I mean sat down, hang with you, you know, you know, y'all know what the fuck plan mean. I don't have to spell it out. But you didn't plan, so you didn't fucked around and find out, so now you have this kid. And then also want to talk about having kids with somebody. Some of us fucked around and found out, and we didn't fuck around and found out enough about the nigga that we had the baby by. So now when we're raising these children. We still have to remember, yeah, we're raising them and they are us, but they part of somebody else too in a whole nother set of genetics. And then they get to a certain age where as much as you love them, you're looking at them and you realize, I don't like this motherfucker. I don't like them. Our, our emotions and our energies are clashing because we also have to realize our children are children. They're ours by property of the fact that we gave birth to them and we share DNA. After that, that's it. They're going to grow up into individual human beings. That means that, yes, they got your DNA structure. Yes, they might have some of your characteristics. But with that, they only got a sum of this, a sum of that. And then they're going to develop into they one whole person. You're going to have to learn to respect your children as little bitty humans that you're responsible for until, I say, a period of time. Because they can't fend for themselves. That's how you will learn to set boundaries with your children. And also understand a point where you can have the boundaries and not feeling guilty of being said tired. Because on top of making decisions of being a mother every day, you still a wife to, for most of y'all. And if you're not a wife, that means it's on you heavily because every decision counts on you. You making every decision by yourself. You making it work by yourself. You figuring it out by yourself. You fixing it by yourself and all that. I've been on the edge of a single mother. I've been on the edge of a single mother living in the house with somebody. I've been there. I've been exhausted and then felt so guilty to feel like I didn't want to do this anymore. And even to those on a development that has went through healing are finally getting to know themselves and finally getting to understand that the decisions that we made back in the day due to conditioning, because let me be honest and break this example for you. The reason I got my son is because I was with my ex-husband 
And at some point, I figured just like you condition, you were with somebody so long and you, 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 y'all supposed to just have this baby together, like mixed baby, insta family. And that's just not how it worked. For one, we was too young and dumb to have a family, but that's not how we are conditioned. It's just, just listen to it. Listen to the pressures that the generations before. No, they don't want you to be a teen parent, but you can't go too long and not be a parent, even to my children. My oldest children can sit up every day and tell me that they don't want kids. I'm absolutely fine. My mother is there now, but you know a lot of y'all can't tell y'all grandmothers and aunties and them that y'all don't want no kids. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. It'll change. It'll change. No, no, the hell it won't. And some of them, like my daughter had to explain to me, the decision making for an individual every day is hard. Then not to mention some of the stuff that we've done back in the day, luckily, so therefore, it's just my word against theirs. But for the rest of them, it's a whole lot of they got to look at all this stuff and find all this stuff and explain all this stuff and do with all these other things. You can't deal. It's just too much. It's way too much. And then the audacity for somebody to tell you as a mother that uh, you can't get tired. Yes, you can. It is absolutely OK for some days that you look at your kids and say, you know what? I probably fucked y'all up. Yep. Probably. Because I was fucked up. That's the part of parenting. That I feel in a moment that if we have enough, enough safe places just to say it, it would be a release to everything. Man, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just being honest. And even to those, like I told Mark, I had this, this conversation with my oldest child. Honesty with myself going through healing, figuring out who I am and knowing exactly my position in life now. If I knew the possibilities of loving myself, if I knew the possibilities that I didn't have to condition myself or feel like to keep this man, I should have this baby or because we married now to make to make us feel more like a family. I got to have your baby. Fuck all that. I know myself now. If I go back, I probably would only have one child with one pregnancy. No bullshit. Because I had Jada when I was 17. There was no way I was going to be that. I was I was just, I was dumb, dumb. Dumb of the dumb, dumb. But if I knew the distance or if I had some conditioning to teach me how to love myself, make better decisions, to think logically and not emotionally, and put myself in a position to know who I am, I probably wouldn't have no children. Because I never, ever desired to be a parent. Even with the whole conditioning of I'm with somebody and we supposed to be this family. Never once did I think that, oh, I wanted to be a parent. No, I was like, oh, okay, I'm with him and to get the nigga to stay, baby. And I know for a fact, thousands of women thought this way. I've asked that question on my TikTok page. How many of y'all for real, now that y'all grown and, and got through some things, how many kids would you really have if you had the sense that you got now? And I bet a dollar to a doggone donut, a lot of people be like one to none. Not everybody. Not everybody. Some people, you know, hey, they love it and this is not that. And don't get me wrong. I love my Buddha scooters. My dudes. Sorry, princess. Jada, my homie. Antoine, y'all met this dude. 
lovable. You can't take him back. I love him. And I'm still a good mom. I know for sure if I get sick, my kids will take care of me. So I'm still a good mom. But the truth and a safe place to be able to say it and be transparent. And the reason why it's healthy is because now when my daughter is having logical conversations, I'm not projecting. I'm not projecting no conditioning. I'm not projecting idiotic thoughts. I'm not projecting a situation all because I did it. So it's okay for you to do it. Hell the fuck no. I'm trying to break it all. You don't have to struggle if you don't want to. If you don't want to be responsible for another human being, you don't have to. Not to say that we regret anything. But it's some honesty and some responsibility for us. How can I be a true parent if I don't give the next generation honesty, transparency, accountability, vulnerability? What type of parent am I if I sit up here and want to live a lie and swallow what I feel or make my children feel that they have to make a decision because that's all they know? It's going to come. Who's to say? My kids are super young. Who's to say how they feel in five to ten years? But we're not at five to ten years. We're here today. My transparency also and even to being where I'm at with being a parent helps me parent better. Helps me parent so much better on a different level. I can recognize when I'm frustrated. I can recognize that it's okay to have help. I can recognize that if somebody gives me a different perspective to my children, they're not telling me I'm a bad mom or, oh, you, you think you can parent better than me? Hell, I hope so because I'm losing my fucking mind with these children I got back here. So, it becomes that. We have to become to the fact that everything, and even to the point of it, it taking the village part, getting perspective. Because I was just talking to my sister wife the other day. She has a nine-year-old. I've had a nine. I have a nine-year-old. So, it's some things and conversations that we need to have so that we won't be feeling like we're all alone. Like, straight up and down like what is going on like straight up and down hey everybody hey i haven't missed y'all hey i'm waving i'm waving pumpkin schmunkins you know what i'm saying and it's just for the single parent household it gets no better because it's somebody else because it comes to the point even though the financial part and all that because i'm not knocking that but when i talk about the decision making and being with that focus it's points that me and brandon send up in this house looking at each other with the same stupid look on our face when it comes to these kids it's sometimes that we sitting up here with the same fears with no with no solution when it comes to these kids so it's it's honesty we have to be at a point where we can be honest about how we feel about parenting and don't race. And even with all this honesty, you still can want to have some more. You can still want to extend your family. You can still want to do that. But even with that, you're still allowed to be brutally honest with what's going on, which brings me to a tip with parent. And to the point where you can get swinging in your emotions and be honest, we have to get to the point where we parent before we punish. 
when we're dealing with our kids as they grow up, that you have to realize they're individual individuals and they're going to do things just because. Not because they're disrespectful, not because they're defiant, because they're learning in different aspects. Yes, you have rules and yes, you have boundaries, even to what I'm going through transparency with my daughter. I had told somebody what got me into that niche is because I even shared this story before. The her eating in her bed thing. She knows she ain't supposed to do it. She did, she did, she did it, and she wasn't supposed to do it. But it was the amount of stuff that she had eaten there. And when I tell this story to people, people want to quickly jump to, well, it doesn't matter. She she did what she did. Yeah, she, yeah, yeah, it do matter. It matters because sometimes when our kids are doing the things or having the behaviors that they're having, we have to check ourselves. What are we doing? Where are we? If our kids are is lacking in school and we have to be brutally honest. And when that honesty it could be, where are we? Have I changed jobs? Have my shift changed? Am I more at home? Am I less at home? Because we have to realize there is something causing a behavior. Yes, it's going to be some things. If they're three, they're going to write on your wall. If they two, they're not going to sit the hell down. When they become between that nine and 11 stage, they become trifling as hell. I don't know why for the life of me that it's like, who raised y'all? Oh, I did, but they the little nastiest little things. The panties, drawers, so tough. You got to throw them away. And then the little boy is going to come about 10, 11, where you ain't going to find your lotion or your face towels. All that's typical stages of children. I'm pretty sure all of us as parents can come on here and say the same thing over and over and over again. But the difference is with our children these days, these are still humans. They are still emotional. They still have feelings. They're still quirky different. Have you set your kids down and asked them what is wrong with them? Pause. With the ear willing to listen to whatever it is that they have to say. Are you in a position to let your nine-year-old tell you that they're stressed completely out and why? Are you in the position where your nine-year-old to tell you, you know what, I don't particularly like you. When you yell at me and talk about me and you call me names, you make me feel little. I know that is against the grain for some people, but that's a real thing. It comes to a point where a child's place, you're absolutely right. It is a place for a child with his parents to sit down to show him and guide them into the way to be emotionally stable human beings. If we do not show our children how to effectively channel our emotions, they're going to be just erotic human beings so they realize that certain places they can't act and do certain things. Relationships is going to be tough because you can't communicate and feel and do this and do this. Thank you. I had to cut up my mic. Parenting is 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 is, is just for one is it it it's a job, an everyday job, a job that sometimes we have to understand that it's 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 a guidance type thing. And, and a lot of things from our generation, we have to sit down and say what we got good and some things what we got bad. Even to how we're raising our kids to the... I could not believe 
that for the last week and a half, we have had debates on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and everything else about buying a boy a kitchen set. Like, are we still in a point where we don't understand and we have to teach our children how to be self-sufficient? We can't not raise our children because of fear of what we have or what we not going to have. They got to be self-sufficient, people. And I know everybody that's listening on here think that is crazy. But the fact of the matter is, I can't believe it's an argument. I can't believe it's a a topic of conversation. I can't believe that people are getting so heated over this conversation. You start fights and going at it with people. Why? It's crazy. Crazy as hell. Hey, pumpkin. But nevertheless, another side note. Even for parents, I'm about to tell you there's times when I said it. Uh, I said it earlier, but I'm going to emphasize about this. You will love your children every day, of, every day, 365, every week. But it's going to be some days you do not like your children. And it's going to be some days your children don't like you either. Form your children to respect you, not fear you. Form your children in a way to respect you and not fear you. That means it's up to you to be responsible enough to give your children a safe place to talk to you about anything at whatever age. Because in this day and age, you cannot control what your kid sees and what your kid does not see. In your home, yes, you can. Outside of your home, you cannot because everybody don't parent like you. So whenever your child is ready to bring you a topic of conversation that you feel, quote unquote, that uh, you might not be ready for, don't shut them out. Even at five, six, seven, eight or nine. And the reason I say that, because if you shut them out, trust and believe they going to find the answer. And either you're going to give it to them or somebody else is going to give it to them and... You're not going to like the results. Stop keeping things from your children because you're scared. If they asking you the question, it's time for you to talk about it. And I don't care what it is. I don't care if they asking you about homosexuality. I don't care if they asking you about sexuality. I don't care if they asking you about Mars, Jupiter, Saturn. I don't care what it is. If your children come to you. And if you're not ready for that conversation, take you 10 minutes. Count. I'm your whole run. You could kill. Go smoke your blunt. Take you a shot and prepare yourself to listen. Stop telling your children that they're not old enough to feel certain things. That is asinine because the last time I checked, if you take a little memory down memory lane, it's a lot of feelings that you felt. The difference between us and them is we suppressed them all. We waited for somebody to tell us when and how we could feel what we felt, even to when our mamas used to beat our ass, you black mamas would beat the hell out of us and then tell us to shut the hell up because they didn't even fuck us up that bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know I ain't lying. You know I ain't lying. But that's just the reality of it. You remember going to your parents and when you wanted to talk to them, why you doing what you doing? I tell you why you do. Soon as you open your, oh that ain't it. That ain't it. You can't be that. You have to break that traditional curse. If your child is behaving, 
whatever the behavior is, even if it's calling you from getting called from school, whatever the case may be, get to the bottom of the behavior. And guess what? Hey, parents, come on to the front. If you have reached a wall and you feel you cannot connect with your children, put them in therapy. Stop taking them to your pastor. Stop taking them to your mama. Stop taking them to your sister. Stop looking for a TikTok. Take your kids to fucking therapy. If you don't know what else you can do, it's cool. The best thing you can do is take your kids to therapy. If you want to be fucked up, fine. That's on you. You grown. But don't sit up here so far on yourself where you will look at your child and because you can't understand and you can't connect and you can't relate. Don't let your child carry all these bags all because you don't know how. That's what the fuck therapy is for. And if you need some help where you need to go get therapy first and then take them to therapy so you can deal with the hell your children really got to say, deal with that. And also you have to realize this. I know a lot of us was young parents and we did a lot of shit. And the first thing we want to do is say we did the best we can do and we did. But even into doing the best we could do, that does not mean we have not made decisions or did things that have effectively affected our children and we owe them an apology. Because however you want to cut the mustard. We made decisions, bought human beings into this life that we was responsible for and took them through this whole entire ride. Excuse me, a ride. Some of our children had to watch us move house to house and house to house because we weren't financially stable. Some of our children had to watch us deal with some raggedy, no good people. Because I ain't going to just say men, I'm just going to say people. Our children have watched us grow meaning from the beginning when they watched us deal with people that didn't treat us right or deal with us regardless if you were strong if you took care of us your children still watched you and they was molded from that and even though you came out and you was the best mother made sure you showed up for every birthday made sure you was at every play made sure they had every clothes do not think for one second if you was traumatized from the relationships that you was in if you was traumatized from being unemployed and going through them things and making them decisions. What in the world makes you think your kids wasn't traumatized? No, your kids didn't have to be responsible for the electric bill and the rent and putting food on the table. But they were still hungry. They still had to sit in the house and wonder why mama was crying. They still had to wonder why mother is putting herself in this predicament being with a man that she don't like. They still had to wonder why every time they asked their mama for something, she's snapping at them and yelling at them. Or they have figured out to manipulate when are you in a good mood or temperature check you dealing with you because they don't know how to receive you. They did have to go growing up feeling that maybe because of them that you're suffering. They did have to grow up and cry in the dark talking about maybe if I wasn't here my mama wouldn't cry because you sitting up here thinking you being a strong black a strong woman and they don't hear you. That argument that you're doing between said person that's been toxic for you and you should put them out. And then you wonder why your daughter gets 17, 18 years old and still dealing with the same thing that she's seen. Not understanding why all of a sudden that your son is 16, 17, 8 years old, 18 years old. And he got three, four baby mamas knocking at your door talking about Miss Williams. Why your son don't get it together? Yep, you pay for every piece of Jordan. You put them in every piece of school. You was there, but your children still watched you.
and from watching your you, your children will do more than they what they see than what you say. And even to the ones your children is with you and they see every face of you. Even to the ones your kids going to school, acting up, stealing, talking stuff, manipulating. They hear you on the phone. They see you when you with your friends, Tamika. But then you, when you go with Pam, you talking about Tamika bad. Yeah, I'm going there because they see you. They see the development from one to the other, no matter how you try to hide it. That whole do as I say and not as I do. Well, all you done told them is to not do what you do in front of you until they get old enough where they don't give a fuck. That's, that's it. That's it. And if you honest with yourself, we did the same shit. Oh, okay. All that means is you just, I can't get caught. And the, especially for those of us that was raised in the church, we found that out way early, way early. We went to the church. We watched some of our parents be one way on Sunday and be another way Monday through Friday. Our children grow up and be a carbon copy. That's why it's our responsibility now to be like, okay, hold up. And when we go through our shadow work, now that we did our healings, got our crystal and got it together, we have to turn around and also go clean up the line of effectiveness we have affected as well. Nope, they might get old enough and they can understand that, oh, my mama been through a lot. But no, they have to also understand that I don't have to do what she do. I don't have to struggle in a relationship to prove that I'm worthy of being loved because that's what I seen my mom and daddy do my entire life. That's also the responsibility of parenting, getting out of ourselves and saying, what am I reflecting what am I seeing? What am I explaining? What boundaries am I setting? All, all the way around. And it's some shit that you don't learn overnight, but it is some shit that you do learn when somebody is bold enough to be transparent, to come to the table, be like, you know what, fuck it, I can't be in this by myself. I can't be. There's, there's no way that I can. I'm not that special. Unique, but not that special. I can't be the only mother that when I walk in the house and the thought of having to parent gives me a headache sometimes. Other things do too, but we ain't talking about that. We're talking about parenting. And it's no different than me and that's out here trying to make it work or being in and out. Every decision that y'all make and hustle and do what you need to do, the thought and it's, it's all the it's all the same thing. So, I'm going to leave all my parents with this. In a nutshell, we all know that we love our children and we love them and we will protect them at all costs. With all that, it will become a time that is very much okay where you have depleted and exhausted. And that's one job that you technically can't check out of to get the full refresh refill that you're looking for. But if you can find you a journal, a safe place, therapy, groups, social events like The Soup, January 15th, once again, there's only 10 seats available. I'll be making that uh, mark soon where you can express said things, be in the sisterhood, be in the, the hood of parenting to understand that, hey, you're going to catch these things. 
have the encouragement to do the things that you need to do with your children and be there for them. Have the encouragement to not be so hard on yourself because you're not perfect. You're not going to be. It's going to be some days that you just don't get it right. That's all right. It's going to be some days that your kids going to look at you and they're going to be like, I can't stand you and you should be able to look them eye to eye and be like, I don't really like you today either. And that's okay. It's okay. Hello, is this mic on? It's okay to ask for help. Asking for help does not equate to you being a bad parent. Asking other people for advice about your children does not equate to you being a bad parent. If your children is behaving in such a way that you don't understand, still seek help. It is not a reflection on you being a bad parent or not. A bad parent is a parent that give up. A bad parent is a parent that don't show up. A bad parent is a parent that don't want to keep in touch. A great parent is a parent that try every day with love to protect and do what you need to do for your child. And then sometimes doing what you need to do for your child is throwing your hands up and yelling for help. Throwing your hands up and yelling for a help. And that help could be somebody taking your kids for a weekend, giving you a min minute, going to a seminar, picking up a parenting book, talking to your friends, letting them tell you that it's okay, going on play dates, looking for other things that you need, accepting your children for what they are. That's what being a good parent is, period. If you don't, if you choose not to show up, if you choose not to be there, if you choose to do all those things, that's bad parenting. But parenting is heavy. You can't check it. Once, once you check in, you're in. And mine is 21. Trust me, they don't check out. Hell, I'm 39. And if my mama was on this live, she can tell you. You don't check out my auntie on this live. All of us is the same age, 39, 40, 45. They still come into my auntie door knocking because you do not check out. You swing, you evolve, you climb, you change, but you don't check out. You grow, you forgive, but you don't check out. Not to you literally check out. So, thank you for joining my live tonight. I hope every one of you guys is blessed. Now, I'm about to go have movie night with Zari because it is Tuesday. And we have movie night every Tuesday. Y'all stay blessed. And I'll see you next week.